5: Talk, talk, talk to We're just two unapologetically black women with an opinion
1: who talks talk, back. Talk, talk back. What's up, y'all? Thank you for tuning in for a new episode of We Talk Back, a show dedicated to you niggas and these hoes. It's your co-host AJ Holiday. What's up, Tim?
5: Hey girl. Hey y'all. It's me, Tim Bam. I love y'all. Thank y'all for tuning in. AJ, how was your weekend? It's a me,
1: Maudyho. <laughs> 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 I was chilling out this weekend. I didn't do much. Um just dinner, drinks. That's about it. Same. Mm-hmm. I didn't
5: uh I didn't hang out till Sunday. I came outside a little bit, went a couple of spots, but this weekend was real chill. Taking it easy because next weekend is Super Bowl Sunday. It's lit.
1: It's I Rihanna was- Bowl.
5: <laughs> right. <laughs> that part now I
1: do want the Eagles to win. Okay. Me too.
5: I feel like yeah. they are. They got such a good energy, so yeah, yeah. Uh, where
1: I want you like watching the it? To win. Um, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. It, have any place in particular? I'll find some place by then. I'm pretty yeah, sure. Yeah, me some too. Few, few people are gonna be having some Super Bowl parties. I could pull up. Right. I want to go to all the. Right. Yeah, I
5: want to go get all the Super Bowl food. <laughs> Just the all I can have is meat and vegetables, though, and cheese. I can't have anything sweet or bread or rice. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. I know I fucked up last night, though. I'm out of ketosis. I know I am today. I'm starting back over.
1: Nah, I can't do a super restrictive diet like that. I have tried. Jesus Christ. I mean, the most restrictive thing, I think, and it's just not restrictive anymore, is just like stop, you know, eating meat. Like hmm. big, big the big meats. Other than that, mm, I'll just try to cut back because a bitch need a chocolate chip cookie every now and then. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so let me see what we got going on this week in stupid internet news. The sins of the week. It's Black History Month. And like Malcolm X once said, the white man will try to satisfy us with symbolic victories rather than economic equity and real justice. Period. That's what Malcolm X once said. And here we are in 2023. And we got schools in New York City serving our children chicken and waffles and watermelons.
5: I like that shit. I would (laughs) have wanted that shit. I'm sorry. I love chicken. I love waffles. And I love watermelon. I would have been so happy at school with that meal.
1: Yeah, but serve it every day. Have it Serve it as a delicacy once a month or something. I don't know. Why you wait till Black History Month to serve that to the students?
5: All right, it's kind of like damned if you do, damned if you don't. Like, how do you how do you want to celebrate Black History? That was a I felt like we that was want a, the
1: check. I just told you with Malcolm X right, said, but I'm talking about want. at an elementary school.
5: At an <laughs> elementary school, they thought that they probably thought it was a fun way to incorporate something that Black people enjoy for Black History Month. You I are assuming
1: like, that all Black people enjoy. I don't eat chicken. I don't eat fried chicken. When I get the waffles, I might get fried shrimp on the side. White people eat that shit too. What right. are we talking about? They're going to eat it on Black History Month on the first day of school with these everybody else. And watermelon, and if I, w- I wish people would go look into the history as to why black people are associated with watermelon. It really wasn't because we just enjoy watermelon. That was one of our main crops, especially in the South. It made black people a lot of money selling watermelon. And that would include... Selling watermelon to white people. Everybody likes a nice cold watermelon slice on a goddamn Sunday when it's hot outside. That is that should not be so like I would mutually have been exclusive. So happy to have it at
5: school, though. I would have been so happy. <laughs>
1: All right. So y'all, New York school apologizes for serving watermelon, chicken and waffles on the first day of Black History Month after complaints. It reinforced negative stereotypes. A food vendor issued an apology after the lunch they gave students at NAC Middle School on the first day of Black History Month was deemed insensitive. I agree. Lunch, uh, excuse me, lunch of chicken and waffles with watermelon for dessert, which a student claimed reinforced negative African-American stereotypes. A student, a middle school student had to correct adults.
5: Man, fuck that. I want that chicken and waffles. You stupid. Huh?
1: <laughs> I <do. laughs> That's Stupid. Then you got down in Miami. Down in Miami, they, they decorated a police car. <laughs> okay. Now, now that was just stupid. <laughs> now that's stupid but the chicken and waffles ain't stupid
5: delicious is what chicken and waffles is
1: <laughs> <laughs> so uh florida state representative Dottie joseph says that uh the Ma- miami police car misses the mark on celebrating black history month by highlighting the wrong continent
5: <laughs> they put the wrong continent on the goddamn shit
1: now see what? that's stupid <laughs> But yeah, we need money. We don't need, um, even with Juneteenth, I'm trying to figure out who, even though Juneteenth is important, Juneteenth was mainly down in Texas, mm-hmm. right? Because there were black people down there who didn't know they were free. Mm-hmm. But there's a lot of black people in the South period that chose to remain on plantations because they didn't know what to do next after right. being freed. But to make that a national uh, holiday, I don't know who wanted that. I would prefer reparations. So they keep giving us these symbols as opposed to giving us real. Well, um, I like celebrating Juneteenth, but
5: I agree. We want the money and the holiday shit. Yeah.
1: It's just all, it's all some bullshit. You know, every other group of people, you got the Holocaust. You even have, and we talked about this uh, last year during the um, pandemic, how the Asian community, they got all these monies. And the um the COVID nineteen hate crime bill, we get mm-hmm. nothing. We never get anything. We just got the anti lynching bill passed. Emmett Till anti lynching bill passed, either it was last year or twenty twenty one. It's not. We need we need some real life um economic advancement at this point, and they ain't trying to give it to us. So what's next? I say force. But anyway, next.
5: Yeah, because Emmett Till died in nineteen fifty five
1: hmm Very long time ago.
5: Yep. And
1: in our just, lifetime, right. we're just now seeing an anti-lynching bill. Why? Because black people are still being lynched in 2023. That's a fact. hmm Yep. Happy Black History Month, you guys. What else happened? You had the Grammys this weekend. Had the oh, Grammys. The, I missed it. I was out eating and... <laughs> <laughs> frolicking in the city. <laughs> I don't ever watch it anyway. I'll catch the little clips and highlights online, but it's not something like I got to see the Grammys. That should be looking boring as hell. But I watched some people that I knew who went, you know, I watched their stories and shit like that. Um, that's about it. Are you going to do our baddie of the week for Black History Month? Yeah, might as well. While we are talking about the Grammys? So listen, right. the baddie of the week this week. Goes to Viola Davis. Okay, Viola Davis joins only 17 other people who have won an Emmy, a Grammy, an Oscar, and a Tony, completing the EGOAT feature. Um, And she did a speech yesterday at the Grammys. Beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. She said, The only thing I could think to do was to go back to the beginning of my story because I think that once you tell your story over and over again, you start to hear it and you start to think, okay, how did I get here? It's the it's always the journey, mm-hmm. right? People always think it's like the end goal. It's this the actual journey to get to where you're going that matters. That's most important. Mm-hmm.
5: Absolutely. Congratulations, Viola Davis. You are the baddie of the week. We salute you, girl. A batty who
1: talks back. Period. So I want to talk about this balloon. <laughs> Tammy. <laughs> <laughs> that was floating over the United States for about a week, apparently, and it was uh just shot down. When was that, Friday? Yes.
5: What took them so long to shoot the damn thing down is what I need to know.
1: China said, look, China got rebuttal after they shot that balloon down. China said it's cool when they do it. It's a problem when I do it. Fuck her, fuck her. <laughs> China says it reserves the right to deal with similar situations after U.S. jet shoot down suspected spy balloon. The thing is, I don't believe that the balloon was a spy balloon. China can spy on us in so many other ways, which they do, a.k.a. TikTok and mm-hmm. all, all these other things. Uh, devices are made in China. Everything we deal with right now is made in China. So if China wanted to spy on us, they would not have to put a balloon in the air. That was symbolism is what that was like. Play with us. We pulling up. That's how I felt about the balloon in the air. It was just symbolism. Symbolism for what? We can pull up. We will pull up. That's what it looked like to me. Because we know they can. if they really want to spy on us, they can do that in many other ways. And they do do it. They have all of our information. Did you turn Well, let's your... go send a balloon over there. But that's what they're saying. Since obviously, we having a party. Yeah, obviously this is nothing abnormal. Obviously this is stuff that maybe the United States has done in the past too. Little threatening, little reminders that we'll pull up. It's symbolism. So what China is saying, okay, y'all shut our shit down. They reserve the right to do that next time y'all pull up on their territory.
5: Mm-hmm.
1: I don't that's want no smoke today. with
5: China though. I ain't going to
1: lie. I think is inevitable at this point. Their military up,
5: is huge. Mm-hmm.
1: They're gearing up to... I saw an article. I don't know how true it is. I didn't do any deep research. But they're gearing up to um, invade Taiwan by 2027. I saw that. Yeah. Yeah. So and that ain't I, got
5: nothing to do with us. Mind our business.
1: Well, we can't mind our business because the, uh, the um, United Nations and stuff like that. So just like we in Ukraine right now, sending more weapons and more tanks and shit like that over there. United States don't mind our mind their business and then they be funding both sides of the war. So like huh. that's like me you fighting with somebody else I'm going to give you money and empower them so you yeah, all can Yeah, at fight. the same time. Mm-hmm.
5: What's the the Swiss? That's who we need to be like. The Swiss
1: don't mind the they Swiss mind they
5: run shit though. They fuck they mind their fucking all business. All the
1: fucked up things you can think of starts in Switzerland for sure. You know how people be like, "Oh, we are going to put it in a Swiss bank." That's where all the secrets are at. Switzerland. Yeah, but they don't fuck with nobody. They don't get in, in nobody's shit. Not publicly, but their hands be in everything is what I'm saying. Their mm. hands literally be in everything. In history, Switzerland has something to do with every fucking thing. Uh-huh. I, like to, I like to say when people are like, what you think? I'm like, I'm like the Swiss. <laughs> I have no, <know, laughs> you know, that shit. <laughs> but you starting shit behind the fucking scenes, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> hey, starting shit. Yeah, it's wild, man. It's a wild time. And I just think that we may see war in our lifetime. We may. Another one. I mean, on our soil is what I'm talking about. Oh, on American soil? That'd be scary. On American soil. Mm -hmm. I think so. You know, and what makes me
5: scared about that balloon being over, uh, you know, Charlotte and South Carolina, you know, Charlotte is the number two banking hub in the United States. Myrtle Beach.
1: Think about that. How close Charleston is. We have a naval base. Here, like Air Fort Force bragg Base. Fort Bragg Fort Jackson,
5: all the bases on Charleston mm-hmm. and the banking hub
1: mm-hmm. mm. yeah they know what they're doing let they me move to Jamaica doing. that's why I need to go <laughs> yeah that's why I want citizenship in another country yeah gonna gonna be handing that shit out but I really want to go to Barbados I want citizen citizenship in Barbados,
5: yeah you're gonna have to get you one of them in. Little beige and over little there. ting. Yeah, man. Little ting, ting. <laughs> <laughs> all right, y'all. We got someone really interesting and very special on our show. We are going to talk
1: Wu Tang Clan ain't nothing to fuck with.
5: Remember that? Cream,
1: get the money. Dollar, dollar bill, y'all.
5: <laughs> <laughs> it don't go like that. Um, do. <laughs> all, not all of my alls. All right, we'll be right back, y'all.
7: with the 1 Million Black Businesses Initiative and Shopify. Bring your business to Shopify with an exclusive offer at shopify.com slash B-E-N, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash
4: B-E-N. This is it, your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of
1: All right, y'all. So listen, today's guest has starred in some of your favorite films and television series like The Breaks, Power, and he's currently starring on Hulu's drama series Wu-Tang, An American Saga. Uh, Ray Ray. <laughs> 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 I mean, Marcus Callender. Welcome to We Talk Back. What's up, nigga?
5: <laughs> what up?
8: What up? What up? Hey, Good Marcus.
5: Thank you for Good joining us. <laughs>
8: thank you thank you for having me yes
5: all right i just gotta say this all right there's okay. characters in movies and shows that when you see them in real life you're gonna be like yeah we got smoke because of what right. you did on that show right
3: okay. okay and i
5: always felt like if i ever saw you i was gonna to have to throw hands because uh you killing Raina, man how you gonna kill the oh, baby oh like-
8: i mean look, man, she 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 had it coming she knew too much. yo <laughs> you know what i'm saying we, she had to go. She had to go.
5: Do you have like weirdos like me come up to you and be mad at you for real? Like sometimes people yeah. can't separate TV from real life. Yeah,
8: yeah, yeah. yeah. It, it, honestly, it happens quite often. Honestly, you know what I mean? Like they'll, you know, cause first, cause I think people had, you know, they kind of have this image in their head as to like who I am. So mm-hmm. sometimes when they see me in person, you know, you know, cause it's, I'm just me. I'm just. Being regular, so it kind of throws them off because in their head they're like, "Wait, you supposed to be this mean motherfucker?" That's that I don't kill like. Kids. Right, exactly. <laughs> but then when they meet me, it's like, "Nah, I'm pretty cool. I'm pretty chill." You know what I'm saying? So it's like it's that initial like, "Oh shit, that's you." Yo, but why you have to kill you. that girl? Right, exactly. <laughs> if I had a dollar for every time somebody asked me why I had to kill that girl, man. <laughs> On the
1: internet. The internets. How crazy was the internet going on you? Uh, You know,
8: stupid (laughs) shit. I don't remember. That was that was like years ago, but there was definitely like funny memes and a lot of like people under my comments, like, yo, I'm gonna get you, like if I ever see you out, you know what I'm saying? So
5: All right, so I took acting classes a few years back and I had to do Mm -hmm. like this scene where I had to like like get in my emotions, right? And get sad. So I could do the scene and I couldn't get out of that sadness. Like after it was over, I went mm. home and I was sad all day. And I was like, <laughs> damn, like I, I'm holding on to that. Do you what? like, do you walk away from it? Just like the scene is over. You just killed a kid, you know, do you just walk like, <laughs> oh, let's go have Starbucks now. Or how does that uh, work?
8: Please. I mean, uh, I remember that, that night we shot that scene. It was, it was probably like, it was like three, four in the morning, honestly, when we shot that scene in particular, mm-hmm. and it was super cold outside. Um, but for me, like, I yeah, I don't really take it home like that. Like once once they yell "cut," I could let it go. You yeah, You're a
1: saying? real thespian, right?
8: Well, yeah, but then you got some, you know, no offense, but you got some actors that like, oh, I need to eat, breathe, and sleep the role, which is cool, but you know this. It's called acting for a reason, right? You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So, you know, now that's not to say, like, I don't, you know, do my best to, like, you know, internalize things or just kind of make um, these characters real for myself. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Like, one of my, uh, a strong philosophy of mine is that, honestly, I feel like every character lives somewhere inside you. What makes it different is that, you know, like, no one in the world is like you. You know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. my version of Ray Ray might be different from, say, your version of Ray. Ray. Like, you know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? So f- for me, I always look at it as, okay, so what, how would I approach this situation? Or like, what, how can I make this scenario real for myself, which is going to make it um, unique and specific? You right. know what I'm saying? Because mm-hmm. we don't want to like generalize things because then, you know, there's nothing interesting about that. Right. So for me, like you know, working on that character was actually kind of fun to tap into that evil, dark side. I guess, you dark know, that dark side. side. I like right. the villain. You know what I'm saying? It was, yeah, it was a lot of
5: fun. It was fun. That's crazy. Fun. I killed a little girl. It was kind of fun, though.
1: <laughs> it was kind of fun. <laughs> like, I you know, know you saying? wanted to touch Tariq ass, right?
8: <laughs> <laughs> he See, he was the one that was really supposed to get it. You know yes. what I'm saying? Like, he was really the one. But, you know, his sister got in the way. She knew too much.
5: Shame. <laughs> oh, goodness. All right, so, I went on social media, and you don't post a lot. You don't I, post a lot at all. You're, you're like me. I don't, I hate, I, I honestly hate having, having, I feel like now I have to share my life more right, because right, of this right, podcast, right. but right. it's not something I enjoy. Are you similar in that way, or uh, why are you so, I, like, not?
8: okay. Yeah, I think for me, I mean, like, I'm just kind of a, I'm just usually pretty much a private person just in general, mm-hmm. but um, I actually am on, like, a similar path. Like, I did tell myself, like, okay, like, maybe I should uh, start posting more. Be more social. You know, being more mm-hmm. sociable. I mean, I ain't about to be brand new with it. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to still be me, right. but I might just, you know, let you in a little more. You know what I'm saying. You know what you need. You know, you know, because because I get it. You know, some people, you know, they look at you know they look at people on you know the platform that I'm on and doing what I'm doing. You know, for some people it's inspiration, and for some people it's you know for them it's how you know because I get a lot of questions about like yo bro like how'd you get into the industry or like how'd you get on the show and things of that nature. So I know that you know it'll probably be good to just give a little insight. As to like what I be doing, nothing crazy mm-hmm. though. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Nothing mm-hmm. crazy for those for those who are my close friends.
5: Add me, add me to it. They know I what's going on. Let me see. Yeah, I, yeah I, me I'm there. I'm
8: notorious for my close friend activities. <laughs> I'm I'm a little notorious for that. <laughs> me
5: there, my boy. The, green, the green circle
8: stories. <laughs> the green circle stories. Y'all know what? Y'all know what's yeah, good. Yeah, I
5: know what time it is.
8: Because you know I travel a lot. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Things happen in different ways. Acting cities. like a
1: rapper, you be out here acting like Nah, I'm still
8: <laughs> I'm still low key with it. a Little bit. <laughs>
5: distant loving. Yes. That's like a Marvin Gaye song. Distant lover, is that how you yes. came up with that?
8: There you go. Yeah, I'm a, so I'm a big uh Marvin Gaye fan. Marvin Gaye mm-hmm. is my favorite artist of all time. Um I love Marvin Gaye. Everything yeah. Marvin I fuck with. Um so I, it was just a play on the song Distant Loving.
5: Okay. You got a girl I somewhere I mean, it's, it's, a, it's, a,
8: it's, a, it's a play on the song Distant Lover. Sorry. Right. Um, nope. Distant Loving. But if you think about it, that's literally what social media is. Distant have, Loving. You know I what I mean? Because we're, well, cause we're, we're looking at pictures and videos from a distance. We're not necessarily there and we're, and we're liking them. You know what I'm
5: saying? And loving so, it. Okay. Hearting it.
1: So is that so that's where it how you
5: came up came with it from though? No, yeah, I mean it's, it is. Initially... a woman somewhere like <laughs> you <already started with. laughs> like I love you bitch, but
1: from a different. <laughs> hey, you, <in> LA.
8: <laughs> you know, look. I don't I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> you know, baby,
1: you know. <laughs> right, look. So since we're here, since we're here, <laughs> I got a question about one of your relationships because I watched one of your interviews on YouTube.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh-huh.
1: You, it, uh huh. It was. It was uh, mind, mind your business or some shit like that. Mind, mind your business. business. Uh-huh. It was you and two other guys. Y'all was outside. I heard uh- like sirens, fire trucks. I don't know what the fuck. Uh- <laughs> oh. oh! <laughs> was not it? In Those LA? are my guys.
8: Those are my yes. I okay, was in L.A. You. Those are my guys. Those are my guys. Okay, yeah,
1: yeah, so yeah. you and your guys. You were, talking about, <laughs> you were talking about how you had an old lady in New York that was supposed to move with you when you picked up and moved to LA, but you got the check. Wait, and wait. And you wait, dipped wait, out on her wait, 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 wait. ass. Dang. ain't Damn. no hold up, nigga.
8: <laughs> wait, hold on, hold on a second. Hold Hungry on a Marcus. Hold on a second. Hold on. Second. <laughs> <laughs> hold on a second. Wait, wait. Let me gather mm-hmm. my
1: thoughts here for a mm-hmm. second. Wait, wait, wait. So I mentioned what now? What I do? All right. So, right? This is after you shot Raina. Wait, wait, wait. Just for the people,
8: just so the people know, that's a podcast where they give you can you drink mm-hmm. as as the interview goes. Just so you know. So you know what I'm saying? I might have got a little loose with the tongue. Okay. So you gotta remind me.
1: If you was my ex nigga, I was trying to smack your ass after that interview. What? Okay, let's just be clear.
8: Okay, so what right. I say now?
1: So he he was saying, town, let me tell you what this nigga was saying. So this nigga was saying, <laughs> he basically said, OK, after Raina, after he shot Raina, checks got kind of funny a little bit. Nigga got an epiphany, talked to his manager, went to L.A. for a little bit, for a oh, month. Wow. And his old wow. lady was holding her apartment down, but he only knew her for about three months. Right. But she had mm-hmm. the house holding her apartment down. He goes back to New York. They get the checkout. All of a sudden, relationship went down the fucking drain. Mm. He moves to LA without his old lady. And Mm. he smashed a bitch. (laughs) Mm. And he smashed a bitch that she been asking him about. (laughs) Damn, Marcus. Damn, you doing it like that. (laughs) Hungry, greedy ass Marcus. Marcus. (laughs) Marcus.
8: See, this is why I don't share shit on social media. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? This is why I don't let y'all niggas know shit because of shit like this. Okay, uh, let me let me explain myself. You 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 fucked up the story a little bit. You made you made it seem <laughs> that's like that's what some women
1: do. but bad It's the gist of it. It's oh,
8: the gist no, of it.
5: We don't think you're a bad person.
8: Okay, <laughs> so this is what happened. happened. This is what happened.
1: What happened, Michael? Um,
8: yes, I was I was in a relationship. This was years ago, Mike. Mm-hmm. This was mm-hmm. a. A it was
1: long 2018, time
8: ago. right no, before the pandemic. No, 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 no! Right before the pandemic. That was in like 2000. and...
5: Raina ain't been dead that, that long. That was
8: no, no, no. That was like in 2016. Oh, okay. That was in like 2016. Okay. Um. <laughs> that was in like 2016. <laughs>
1: let, me, let me Google uh, when. No, 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 no. I'm
8: bugging. I'm bugging. Like 2017. It was,
1: it's like 2017.
8: Go ahead so anywho uh uh yes, I was in a relationship, um but me shooting Raynor, the whole power situation that wasn't the reason we broke up the The relationship was was on the outskirts anyway, mm-hmm. um we had talked about moving to l a together, but I knew in my heart of heart that that was a trip that I needed to do solo dolo, and I think I was right about that like it 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 paid off um. But uh yeah, unfortunately our, our relationship did not last and yes, it, it just so happened to be around the time
1: he got the bag when the,
8: when, when the when the whole raina shit was going on. So, you know, everything happens for a reason. Right. You know what I mean? I mean, you know, her and I we don't talk anymore, but I'm sure she's great. <laughs> I'm sure she's great. She's lovely. Mm-hmm. I'm sure she's great. <laughs> Y'all funny as shit. <laughs>
5: So I saw that you were writing uh, a play called Spades. Yeah. How's that going? How is that coming? I
8: already wrote it. Um, I'm actually in the process of uh, trying to get it produced, but I want to produce it independently Mm -hmm. uh, because um, along with um, putting up this play, I'm also really trying to like curate this, um, idea of what it means for us as Black people to go to the theater, right? Mm -hmm. Because I feel like, say, I feel like theater kind of has a bad rep when it comes to like us going to the theater. Because you know, Mm -hmm. you go to Broadway shows, it's it's predominantly white folks in the audience. Even if you do off-Broadway, it's Mm -hmm. predominantly white folks in the audience. But I also think a large part of that has to do with, like there's just shows that just ain't for us. You know what I'm saying? Either Mm -hmm. it's not for us, or it's a lot of like, if it is written by a black person, a lot of the time the plays that are written by black people that get produced on those on a scale like that, it's like trauma related. Which, in my right. opinion, white folks love to go to the theater and watch black folks in, in trauma. You know what I mean? They yeah. love to it gives leave the them access crying. without crying. having a sip right, of this. right, mm-hmm. exactly. Cry and boohoo about oh no, you know what I'm saying? Woe is me. <laughs> I say fuck mm-hmm. all of that. You know what I mean? we we live breathe that's every day so for yeah. us, for me yo just tell me a story what happened today you know what i'm saying tell me a story and with with space so basically space is about a group of friends four friends that uh well three of them they all went to college together real close friends um they get together on a friday night for a game of space right we mm-hmm. love us some space y'all play yeah. space yeah yeah yeah, mm-hmm. I do. Okay, I'll cool. So,
1: I bust your ass in the game. Of I need to know the nigger rules that, before we start, that, though. That, <laughs> and and
8: that's the exactly. So that's the energy. That's the energy of the play, right? So it's mm-hmm. a Friday night. Takes place in Harlem. It actually takes place in 2013. So it's a it's a period piece, I guess. Um, mm-hmm. Takes place in Harlem Friday night. They get together for a game of spades. What's different about tonight is that uh, Corey just lost her virginity to another character named Andre.
3: Three days prior
8: mm-hmm. to this space game. Now they're all 23 years old, fresh out of college, figuring it out. They're actors, mm-hmm. artists. They're just mm-hmm. living New York in that that New York City life trying to figure it out, right? So mm-hmm. Corey just lost her virginity three days prior to Andre. Mm-hmm. This is the first time she's seen this nigga since. They haven't really mm-hmm. spoken. Andre's been kind of ducking and dodging her. He's been on some nigga shit. So now they're getting together for this space game. On top of that, another character named Gil, whose house they're at, this nigga done went and invited one of his coworkers for this game of spades. Now you know how it is with a new space partner. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know you like that. I don't trust you. You bet so not reneg. Right, you bet not reneg. So so now you got a new space partner. But not only is she a new space partner, Shorty don't know how to play. She says she did. But she don't really know how to play. On top of that, she's way older than the three of them. She about in her 30s, mm-hmm. hanging out with these 20-something-year-olds. On top of that, her and Andre got a little something, something, oh, something. Oh,
5: shit. Oh, here come the
8: bullshit. So that's what the play is about.
5: Oh, that sounds good. Oh, it's
8: good. I want to see it. So, <laughs> so, the idea is, so the idea is, like, not only do I want to put this play up, because I, I just think it'll be I I just think people will will really enjoy it. It's also, it's what I'm trying to curate for the night. You know what I mean? Like it'll be dope. Like you come in and like, yo, maybe, you know, before the show starts, like there's a little, there's, you know, some tables in the lobby, yo, get a little space, go and get the camaraderie, go and get a drink. I love to get a space that's smoking friendly.
5: Yeah. Sit down, watch a place,
8: walk one up. You know what I'm saying? I want that call and response vibe. You know what I'm saying? Cause that's that's I want the audience to feel like they're in the living room with them at this spades game. Cause shit's just getting crazy. Yeah, but so, you know
5: sometimes spades table can get dangerous though.
8: It can exactly security exactly. at so, the door. <laughs> so you already got the you already got the 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 energy just of what the, a space braid a spades game brings
5: mm-hmm. on
8: top of the layers of like wait Corey ain't seen this nigga since.
5: We well, got what some I talking know is, to do.
8: Uh-huh.
5: Why is Corey twenty three just losing her virginity and just gave it away so oh, easy? That,
8: oh, that comes up and that come, you gotta you gotta watch. Yeah, and
1: that's not good. That nigga yeah, probably yeah. been pressing her since they was eighteen, just to get the pussy. And to she treat finally her bad. gave it to her. And
5: then here comes Andre. But
1: with you know
8: the how you shirt. know how it is when you're young, man. You know sometimes you you know. So yeah, it uh, hungry Andre. I think it'll be dope. Um, so I it actually took me five years to write it.
3: Mm-hmm. Um mm-hmm.
8: so now that it's written, it's just it's um it's the process of of getting it produced, which is has been a, a long process, but at the end of the day I'm trying I wanna do it right. Um I'm right. also gonna direct it myself too. So that'll That's be, dope. That'll so you're a trained
1: thespian. So do you prefer theater or <laughs> or screen or you know, movie
8: theaters? Um, uh I think both are really good, but you know, the the theater always wins for me, man. It's nothing like it. You know what that's I'm saying? That's what everybody because, says. Well, cause it's 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 live and it's it's fresh every night. Um, and it's just, it, it keeps you on your toes. To me, that's where you learn how to act. If you don't right. know how to do it on stage, I can't, I can't, I can't fuck with you. Yeah. No offense. You know what I'm saying? My favorite actors know how to do it on screen and on the stage. Just as good. Yeah. There's no oh they're better on screen because no this it's not that on-screen acting is bad. It's actually like you know, if you if you can master that as well, it's a really beautiful craft. But, you know, in my opinion, you should be able to do both. You should be mm-hmm. able to know how to act for the camera and then turn around and go do a show eight t- uh and turn around and go do a show eight shows a week. You know?
5: Yeah. So how old training. were you when you knew? Yeah, how old were you when you knew you wanted to be an actor? Like, was it was something 16. you always grew? In I was
8: school? sixteen years old. Um, I was sixteen. I mean, when I think back about just how I was as a kid, I was always naturally a performer. Like, I was one of those kids where, when I was at home waiting for my mom to come back from work, I was, you know, I had imaginary friends. I would, you know, make up little shows. I had this little, this little, um this little wooden this little wooden thing that I would stand up on to brush my teeth. And like, mm-hmm. I would use it like that would be my little platform and shit. Um, <laughs> but I didn't really get into it till I was 16. I had a teacher named Ms. Bauman. shout out to Ms. Bauman, um, who basically I, you know, recognized the gift that I had. And, um, it just so happened that they were auditioning, uh, raising in the sun at my, mm-hmm. at my school. Um, and I auditioned for it. I got the lead and I've been acting literally ever since then. Man,
5: that's nice.
8: So I caught you, the you bug, sp- as they say.
5: You, you spoke of your mother, and I, I saw mm-hmm. that uh, you were named after Marcus Garvey. Yes. Um, yeah. Yeah. So How'd you uh, know that? You, I did some research. I was <laughs> <did some> digging.
8: <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. You know what? I think I posted it. I, I think I posted that. <laughs> I might have posted that. But
5: yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah. So um are your uh parents very politically inclined is there any like uh organization
1: nah. that you
8: you no, black Panthers? <laughs> I I would I wouldn't say that uh um so Marcus Garvey is uh Jamaican my dad is Jamaican
3: mm-hmm.
8: um um but also if you don't know about Marcus Garvey he's definitely worth doing the research on um mm-hmm. very powerful leader back in the day um he started something in Harlem called um um they call it garveyism, and he had people that followed his work called Garveyites. His whole ideology was yo, they don't want us here anyway, so let's go home back to Africa where we mm-hmm. that's our spot so his mm-hmm. his whole thing was um about bringing black people back home um but he is Jamaican um mm-hmm. so I think that's probably where my you know what also inspired my dad to to name me that I actually just came back from Jamaica for vacation. And, like, mm-hmm. you know, what I learned there, too, was that Bob Marley was also, like, a big admirer of Marcus Garvey. Like, in his room, he has a huge portrait of um, um, Hale Selassie, which is who um, mm-hmm. he prayed to, and um, Marcus Garvey. So, when I found mm-hmm. that out, I was like, oh, okay, where? So, yes, I am named after Mr. <laughs> Marcus Garvey.
5: We're going to have a real quick commercial. And then when we come back, we're going to get into Wu-Tang. Okay. All right. One second. Y'all will be back. Seeing our
6: communities grow and thrive is something we care deeply about here at Black Tech Green Money. State Farm Insurance also cares about the growth of black communities. They're actively investing in programs and initiatives that help provide financial literacy, give early career advice, and grow black-owned businesses, thus leading to generational wealth, which helps protect the future of our communities. We want to build a future that we all can be proud of. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. You know a spot, but not just a spot. The spot. Actually, with
2: the 2023 Nissan Frontier, you know a bunch of them. But the key to these great spots? Being able to reach them in the first place. Your spot is out there. Find your Frontier in the 2023 Nissan Frontier with standard 310 horsepower, advanced tech, and 281 pound-feet
4: of torque. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of. A degree that employers will trust and respect.
9: Right Rug Flooring.
1: So I want to get into Wu-Tang, right? So I know you're from uh, Brooklyn, New York. Were you yeah. a big Wu-Tang fan growing up? Nah.
8: Uh, you ain't old enough. You're not <laughs> old enough. Yeah, no, 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 was, no, no. Like
1: no. The, age, the age difference, you know, I know yeah, you're little, a little younger.
8: <laughs> yeah, I mean, a little, yeah, a little. I mean, I, they were out when I was mm-hmm. a kid for sure. But I was the reason I wasn't into them is well, when I was younger, I didn't really listen to rap music like that. Mm. Um, uh, and on top of that, I remember that album cover that it it always, always kind of looked a little scary to me. Like, what what's what's this about? You know what I'm saying? Um, so yeah, I never them niggas really got different. Into them. They, were different. <laughs> they were different. They were different. They were mm-hmm. very different. Um, so I never really got into them as a kid at all. Um, It wasn't until like doing the show that I really started to like, I mean, even prior to doing the show, like I was a big uh, Raekwon fan, like Only Built for Cuban Links is an album I really enjoyed. Um, Mm -hmm. But in doing the the show- individual artists, right? Right, exactly. Mm -hmm. In doing the show, you know, I got an opportunity to learn a lot about them and hear a whole bunch of their songs. So I'm definitely a fan. I got a big old Wu-Tang tattoo on my leg now, so- big Wu Tang fan. I
1: hear that.
5: Yeah. <laughs> so you played the executive producer on Wu Tang. But did you have to sit down with Power himself like to learn his mannerisms and things and to learn how he moves or like I guess how did you ultimately become Power?
8: Okay. Uh so the beautiful thing is that um uh, well first of all in real life me and Power are actually really close. Um mm. we, we definitely um, formed a friendship outside of the show. Um, but before I, before I started filming it, I didn't know who Power was, you know, cause Power's a, you know, he's, he's a, he's a background kind of dude. Right. You know what I'm saying? He's not, you know, he's not really one for flashy. Him and I are actually pretty similar into, you know, cause you mentioned like I don't post nothing on social media. Mm-hmm. Him and I are like kind of similar like that, you know, we, 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 we chill, you know what I'm saying? But if you know, you know. Um, so, I didn't know much about them. I looked up some interviews. There's about like two or three on YouTube. It wasn't even that much, but my whole time, like going through the audition process to like you know my screen tests, all of that, I didn't look up. I, I hadn't looked up anything. I was just going off of what I was doing. Mm-hmm. So in my head, I'm like, okay, clearly what I'm bringing, they like it. This is working, because I didn't want to like get in my head. Like I didn't want to look him up, and then like oh, all of a sudden I'm in my head, and I'm like trying to do him. I'm just I was just going in based mm-hmm. off of my instinct from reading the role,
3: mm-hmm.
8: get the role. I looked up the interviews, and I'm like, oh shit, okay, I kind of see why they cast me as him.
3: Mm-hmm. I
8: get it. Him and I, him and I, off rip have similar. We have a similar energy. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Um... And then I didn't actually meet him in real life until we were about seven episodes in season one. Until Mm -hmm. I actually met him, like everybody else had met who they were playing, and I was like the only one. I'm like, "Yo, when am I gonna meet Power?" Right? You know what I'm saying? (laughs) Uh, But in knowing Power and how he moves, it makes sense that yeah, I was the last one to you know what I'm saying because he you know he got to yeah you know he (laughs) got scoop it up you know what I'm saying (laughs) as he play me. Right as as he likes to pull as, as he likes to say he had to send a couple of kites out you know what I mean <laughs> so he met me we met on set actually he actually surprised me I was I didn't expecting to be there we got on the phone um we got on the phone because we we had to pause production because it was raining crazy so we got on the phone for a little bit and our first conversation we spoke for like three hours just oh, chopping wow. it yeah just chopping it up you know what I mean you know just, New York. New York. You know, we, we speak I the know same y'all was talking with your hands yeah. on
5: shit. Oh. You
8: know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. That's another thing about Power. Power's a, a big hand gesture yeah. Yeah. kind of person. And he'll smack you on the arm a lot when he's talking. He's like, yo, <laughs> yo. Um. So we got on the phone. We spoke for like three hours. Next thing you know, he was on set. Mm-hmm. So he came to my trailer and we was just chopping it up and it was like yo like oh shit like this is this is power like this right. is the, this is the dude I'm playing that's crazy you <laughs> know what I'm saying so in my head I'm just like yo I hope I'm doing a good job I hope I'm right did he know, ever
5: did he ever say like nah nigga that ain't me don't do it like that do it a nah little bit more nah like nah, this? nah
8: nah 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 never never I think mm-hmm. from and, and I and, and I'm really thankful of that because from from jump he trusted me. From mm-hmm. jump, he just kind of was like, yo, like do your thing. You know what I'm saying? I'ma I'ma just watch. Season one goes by, but in season one, you don't see my character too much because mm-hmm. it, 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 you don't see my character that right. much. In season yeah. two, when we realize when they start to like, right, exactly, yeah. exactly. Cause I mean, cause that's the thing. In growing up, power, he knew, he knew RZA. Um, but his mans was like Ray. Ray Kwan's was his mans. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. Ray Mm -hmm. Ray was his mans. He knew RZA through, you know what I'm saying? Also, fun fact, me and RZA went to the same uh, elementary school in Brooklyn, PS 183. Shout out to that. Ain't that some shit? (laughs) Right. Um, So, um, yeah, growing up, Ray was more his mans than RZA. So that's why you don't really see Power season one, because it's like Power's off doing his own thing. Cause power, power, was already a boss from then. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Which is why he was able to contribute what he did when you saw season two when he dropped that money. He was mm-hmm. already, he already had that.
5: Yeah.
8: Um, but it was like that decision to like make that crossover. So before we started uh, season two, um, luckily, you know, due to the pandemic, you know, we kind of got delayed in filming and all of that. And that allowed for me and Power to like talk a lot. We was on the phone almost every day. Um, but just as but not even just on some like, yo, this is how I talk, this is what I do, study me. We just really got along like that. You know what I'm saying? So it's just we was always on the phone talking, and I got an opportunity, um, so he does um pop-up sometimes for woo in different cities. So I got to go to a couple of them. I did, you know, he did one in Miami, he did one in D.C., he did one in L.A., and I went to all of those. So in that time too, I just got to spend a lot of time with him, just you know, be around him, see certain mannerisms, and you know, mm-hmm. just kind of take him in and study it. Um, so yeah, I, I I I got some time with him, but it didn't feel like it was organic. Still, like it didn't mm-hmm. feel like. Oh, this is I'm I'm only hanging out with you because I'm I
1: need to get I'm to studying know, I'm a crap. You know what
8: I'm saying? Research. We was kicking it. Right. Yeah. We was kicking it, shooting the shit. And just in the back of my mind, I'm like, okay, word, I'll keep that. You know what I'm okay. saying? I'll be, you know, even the small I'm I'm big on details. That's like important. the
5: tapping. Just noticing yeah, the just he tapping.
8: that. Yeah, just that, yeah, that shit. That how <laughs> he smokes weed, uh, mm-hmm. how he even counts money, you know what I'm saying? Cause niggas like that count money in a certain kind of way. They don't one, two, three. It's right. You know right, what I'm saying? Right. So it's like even getting that. You know yeah. what I'm saying? All of that shit. You know? And I remember meeting some of his peoples after season two and they were like, yo, you got power down pat. Yo,
3: son. Like, yo, I thought I was
8: watching power on TV. Yo, put the battery in you, son. You know what I mean? I'm like, like, yo, appreciate that. You know what I mean? So, um, but we're not that far off from each other, you right. know what I'm saying so it Good it, it wasn't it wasn't i wouldn't say easy it just wasn't it felt it felt a, it felt almost second nature a little bit mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying like yeah, like we don't dress the same, you know what I'm saying and maybe mm-hmm. we're like we walk slightly differently, but it's like our mindset is very similar. So, like, how I approach, you know, even some of the dialogue is just—it was just like, "Oh, word!" Like, I—I I understand this. I feel the same way. too. You know what I mean? Yeah.
1: So were a yeah, lot of the I, were a lot of the group members on set when you guys were recording, like RZA?
8: Uh, nah, nah,
5: no.
8: RZA was there sometimes, but nah,
5: no.
8: They 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 were very 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 hands off, which I thought was a good idea. Because at the end of the day, you know everyone was cast for a reason, mm-hmm. even if they don't look like the person that they're playing, everybody at least had the 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 spirit, the vibe, mm-hmm. you know what I mean, like mm-hmm. everybody
1: felt like their character, right you know what I'm saying, so you met RZA though, right a bunch of times, yeah, so does is it the guy who plays his character, Ashton Sanders mm-hmm. <laughs> is that how RZA acts in real life? <laughs> <laughs>
3: <laughs>
8: um,
5: Come on, man! <clears throat> AJ called got, me. She was like, "Yo, I've been watching, and i worried about that nigga. Like, is that is that real? Is
8: that- <laughs> uh, you, you you gotta ask her. Uh, you gotta ask RZA that. You gotta ask Risa that. I'm, so you I'm don't
1: gonna, know how he felt about his character. Like, I know you know some inside shit. Who felt what way about who played them? No, Spill <laughs> so the tea. You gotta ask.
8: You gotta ask RZA that. <laughs>
1: I was like, is this real? What <laughs> <fuck is> happening? <laughs> <laughs> no digs. That's, that guy is a good actor, though, uh, um, Aston Sanders. So I'm assuming um, maybe he studied rhythm. It must be, right. That right. must be how it was, if that's what
5: he was doing. Do you have any more Wu-Tang questions? No, go because ahead. Because I have ahead. a question overall. So I hear a lot of actors say that uh, you know some of the characters that they play help them grow as a person. Mm. Is there any character that you play that like really like cha- changed you just by being this character.
8: Hmm, that's a good question. Um, uh, that's a good question. Um, has a character changed me as a person?
1: Yeah, like no, you can... ain't become a murderer. murderer, right? We know you ain't killed <laughs> <tell> nobody. <laughs> Hopefully, um. <laughs> That's a good question. I got a theory about niggas in Hollywood now. <laughs> what is it? Spill it while he think about his answer. It's easy for them to Like, I don't know why we think that people like celebrities and shit are exempt from real life shit. Like, they could be serial yeah, that's killers. True. That's true. You know? This, this, and nobody this, would this, this, ever think that they're a fucking like serial killer.
8: Hell mm-hmm. yeah. There's some crazy niggas mm-hmm. out here. Um, but uh, I can't
5: believe that was the theory. I thought something <laughs> else was about to happen. <laughs> happen. Nah, it's like I think <laughs> truck drivers are the city. serial
1: killers too. Shit, they get <laughs> dipped <laughs> in and out of cities saying yeah, shit. The, <laughs> I, I, That's
5: a good it's kind
1: of weird that you're thinking about who's serial killers though. That's a good point.
8: <laughs> um, that, uh, I would say... I would say... Um, I mean... I would say po playing power um mm-hmm. has definitely um has had a, a a huge impact in my life because just even playing that role, understanding who power is, that's the thing too. Like power and and and, and I talked to him about this too too, like yo, like you gotta tell your story because there's a lot of people that need to hear this side mm-hmm. of it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, cause not every you don't gotta be a rapper all the time. Right, You know what I mean? There's also another lane too where, you know, you could be the person putting up the bread. You could be the person that's that's putting shit together, starting the labels, start, you know what I mean? There's executive positions in the music industry and not just performing all the time. But in playing Power, Um, one thing I love about Power in real life, he's the same way everywhere he goes. He's not like he don't switch up, he don't change how he talks. Right. Depending on who he's talking to. He's the same person everywhere he goes. And I, I just find that very admirable because, you know, I think one of the most beautiful things we could do as human beings as human beings is be ourselves. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? No matter what the scenario is or who you're talking to or what the situation is. Um, and I think that, that you know, that was something really big um that i i take from him you know what i'm saying like not that i felt like i was not being myself but if anything it just it it, it inspires me to tap into that even more you know what mm-hmm. i'm saying there was a period and you know this was a this was a, a a side effect of you know going to drama school there was a period where i didn't want people to necessarily know i was from new york or i was from brooklyn like i would try to put on like a neutral accent so that you don't know, you know, because I'm an actor and you're not supposed to know where I'm really from. Fuck all of that.
3: Yeah,
8: I'm from Brooklyn, born and raised. I'm a Brooklyn ass (laughs) nigga. Okay. And I'm proud of it. You know what I'm saying? So Mm -hmm. it's like, you know, and that's something I embrace no matter what, you know, what role I take on or, you know what I'm saying? Like, I mean, obviously if it's a specific character that's not from Brooklyn, and I got to tap into that. That's a different story. But who I am is Marcus Callender. I'm from New York. I'm from Brooklyn. And, I, you know, if you know anything about New Yorkers, that should tell you a lot. You yeah. know what I'm saying? <laughs> oh,
1: <laughs> Brooklyn. shiesty individuals. What you, what, you, what, you, what, you got, what you got to say about Brooklyn? What? what, what? You know Brooklyn niggas be robbing. <laughs> Well, you I don't see, know. I, see, I don't you know see, much about I
5: can't speak to Every that girl <laughs>
1: is known for something. What is Brooklyn known for?
8: Uh, b- Flyness. I thought that was hard. <laughs> Ooh, they they, 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 they want to be known for that, but Bro- everybody know Brooklyn is the flyest. It's because we don't try that hard. Mm. Harlem, they try hard over.
5: Speaking of flyness, you did a random acts of flyness, Ter- Terrence Nash. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. how was that experience? Because I used to watch that. I smoke. I'd be like, "Yo, this shit." Oh, that's a perfect trippy. show to smoke.
8: To. That's the <laughs> this perfect shit show. Trippy
5: as fuck. You gotta, <laughs> you gotta smoke watching that show.
8: Um, uh, that was that was uh, a wild experience actually uh, filming that. Um, I'm I'm in it for like a second. I'm not. Yeah. I don't even yeah. do anything crazy in it, but um just even being a part of that what was also cool was that like um a friend of mine who I went to school with is the choreographer on the show mm-hmm. so it was cool to like you know kind of hang um, out with him. right exactly it was a nice little full circle moment mm-hmm. um but yeah no that show was that show was wild that's a wild show um, yeah terrence is really cool um he was fun to work with but yeah it's a, it's, it's an interesting show season 1 is very different from season two. And
1: you were in Compton, uh, straight out of Compton, too, right?
8: I was, I was, but there's a, there's a whole story behind. Oh, tell I was it. Even in it. <laughs> <laughs> tell okay, it. so basically, uh, what was that in 2000 and like, what was that, like 2013 or something like that? Mm-hmm. Um, so I tested to play Dr. Dre mm-hmm. initially. That was my initial relationship with that movie. I was I was up to play Dr. Dre in it, um, I did the screen test and everything, I thought it went really well, um, here I am waiting to find out if I get the role. Next thing you know, uh, Billboard publishes that I had the role. What? Celebrate. Right? Right. The problem is, ain't nobody tell me that, <laughs> they didn't tell me that. You know what I'm saying? So I hit it. You know, I'm reaching out to my managers, like, yo, like,
1: how does that happen? What's it's up? on
8: the internet, right? That I've been cast to play Dr. Dre, but they didn't. Why does Billboard know before I do?
1: Right, that
8: don't sound right. You know what right. I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So, but like all these, you know, because once you know, say like a Billboard breaks that kind of news, basically all the other outlets take the same information and post it as well. So it was all over the place. So my friends just hit him like, yo, you about to be Dr. Dre, yo, that's crazy. And I'm like, wait, hold on. I don't know yet. They didn't tell, I don't know. Lo and behold, I'm on Instagram. You see my relationship with Instagram, you hear this shit? I'm on Instagram, (laughs) you know what I'm saying? I scroll, so the guy that plays uh, Dr. Dre in the film, Corey Hawkins, is a Mm -hmm. friend of mine. Mm -hmm. So I'm scrolling, and I get to his page. He's in L.A. with the sun in his face looking refreshed. So I'm like, wait a second.
1: Looking like Dre. Right. So I'm like, wait, hold on.
8: If he's in L.A. right now, damn, my heart dropped, yo. That was like my first experience in learning how the industry could be. Mm -hmm. Very tough. Meaning like, Nobody reached out on something like yo, that was our fault. We should, you know, that news shouldn't have came out. It just, it, nothing ever happened of the sort. What they nice. did do was offer me that role, and straight out of Compton, it's a small role. I'm in the scene where they're recording um boys in the hood for the first time, and I'm a part of the rap group from New York mm-hmm. that they were trying. So it's a, it, it was a nice moment. Shout out to F. Gary Gray, the director. It was a nice moment. Where, you know, you
5: get a little screen
1: time and shit. They try to make you know it what right. I mean,
8: right, right? 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 There was still no, we're sorry, right? It wasn't verbally said, but um,
1: get his nigga pot,
8: yeah. So yeah. that's that's that. And, and I just told y'all the short version of it. So that's right. how I ended up in the film. But um, all in all, I love that movie. Like mm-hmm. I was, I ain't gonna lie, like I was salty that I didn't get the role, especially and how I found out that I didn't get it.
1: Mm, right. But,
8: you know, once I saw the film, I, you know, it was it was all good. That's one thing about me. I'm going to give credit where credit is due, regardless, you know what I'm saying? Damn,
1: you ain't no hater, and Marcus.
8: I ain't no hater. I saw it three times in the theater. It's good.
5: Yeah. Yeah, it's good it movie. was really good. <laughs> all right, now I want to get in your business real quick. We're going to let you go in a minute. <laughs> Back to distant loving. Okay. Have you ever... Been in a long distance relationship. Yeah,
8: yeah. Are are you <laughs> in one now? Nah, no. Hell no. Nah. I I I don't do those anymore.
5: Why? Uh,
8: it's too. Especially like with my lifestyle, it's too. It's too hard. It's too. It's it's a lot of extra effort and work. Um, not that I don't want to put in extra effort and work, but I.
5: You would fuck other people? No, 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 no.
8: <laughs> 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 no, 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 no. It's just it would have to make sense. It would have to make sense. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Also, you know, I, you know what I'm gonna do. What I'm gonna do on 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 the on the nights. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's like, y'all had a long day. Fuck other people. I get so much shorty. Sack. You know what I'm saying? I want to say, yeah, that's cool. <laughs> that's cool. But you know, ain't nothing like the real thing. What Marvin Gaye said, "Ain't nothing, ain't nothing like, like the real, the real thing." thing, thing. Day, day, day. Exactly. <laughs> so you know, it's 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 cool. I think it in order for me to be in a long distance, it would have to make sense. You know what I'm saying? Like it it'll have to make sense. Like I, if I dated someone in L.A., that'll make sense because I'm there all the time anyway. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? So, but I still prefer. Not long distance. I prefer that, if possible.
5: So you so you single now? The ladies
1: want to know. <laughs>
8: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I'm single. I'm nah,
1: single. Nah. It sounds like somebody what? think they're your girlfriend. Why it sound like that?
5: Because You like, don't sound too sure. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah i didn't say it like
1: that
8: i didn't say it like I that it I'm...
1: exactly like that
8: <laughs> <laughs> um i mean look is is there somebody that i really really enjoy spending time with right now yes mm-hmm. there is um and you know we, that's what we want to know we, we 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 gonna see we gonna see how that blossoms so far it's 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 really nice so far, so we're gonna see how that blossoms. But are yes, you, technically, are you, technically, I am single. Yes.
1: Are you for a marriage?
8: Yeah. Do you I see the value be.
1: in marriage?
8: Uh, I I I do, but there was a time when I didn't. Meaning, so I didn't grow up. I didn't grow up in a two parent household. So for me, it's literally foreign to me. Like I don't even I don't even know what that looks like. So for a long time, I wasn't really that wasn't really something I looked at as a goal. You know what I'm saying? I definitely want to have kids for sure. Definitely mm-hmm. want to have children. But I was cool with having kids without the marriage. I was very fine with that. Um mm-hmm. but, you know, in conversations that I've had with people who are either married or um have grown up with parents that are married, it kind of changed my perspective a little bit in the sense that like, yeah, it can there's there's a lot of benefit to that. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Um so you know I'm you know I'm getting a little older now. So it's like yeah, that's 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 I'm I'm definitely dating with intention. Like you know mm-hmm. if I'm if 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 I'm if I'm seeing you like if 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 we get together, if I you know if you become my girlfriend, I'm definitely looking at you as somebody who um, I see potentially being a wife.
5: Absolutely. Right. So all right, we have this segment on our show called "Dumb Bitch Story" or "Simp Series," right?
4: Boy, there's no real easy way to say this, but look, you're sick,
5: and it's a time when people share a time where they got played by the opposite sex. So, oh, can you think shit. of a time where a chick like you was like, damn, you, sure you had to do it like that? Mm.
1: You done simped once or twice, let us know. Everybody mm. has.
5: And don't tell us no where, shit wait, from high school. Wait, you talking about where, where I got played? Yeah. yeah. <laughs>
8: um, Let me see.
5: Don't talk about the ninth grade. Every time a nigga on here, they be like, yeah, when I was well, eight, girl I, I, stole my candy. <laughs> you know, like, nigga, tell us some real shit. <laughs> um, damn. Like you said, I, I feel
1: like they be having a calling of dissonance. They be trying to put that shit so far back. Far in the back of their mind <laughs> they can't remember.
5: Um... You flew somebody out, and then they left with your homie or shit. Nah, nah, nah. nah, nah. <laughs> Hell
1: nah. She actually put money, but it was really for her to get some nigga out of jail.
5: <laughs> <laughs>
8: uh, nah, um, I would say like, um, I mean, the only thing I could think of right now is there there was a young lady. I was this was a couple years ago. Um, this was like right before I started filming Wu Tang. Actually, there was this young lady I was very interested in. Um, And I thought we was on a good accord, but she kind of, um, she kind of ghosted me, basically. Um, I was on my way to the airport, we on FaceTime, da-da-da, kiki, ba-ba-ba, oh, like hit me when you, you know, when you land and all that. I hit her up when I land, nothing, called her again, nothing. She ghosted me. She knows who she is too, because I've seen her since. You saw her? According to her, I stopped talking to her. You know like that's another thing y'all like to do. Y'all like to do the little switcheroo. I was about to say y'all, did you had. Y'all said t- y'all t- y'all t- no, I did it.
1: Oh, we she did she didn't really we ghost you then. She didn't she ghost didn't if really y'all ain't fuck you. it
5: ain't a ghost.
8: Okay. I'm
1: going to use that <laughs> The thing one too. is, niggas want
8: to smash one and then ghost, you know. I'm going we... to use I'm going use that one too. I'm going to use that one. Oh no, it don't count We ain't smashed. Yes. I'm going to use that one too. You said it.
1: Yes, you said
8: it. because <laughs> y'all true. y'all y'all be on some other
1: shit. No, nah, the y'all difference be between men and women, shit. y'all like we don't we uh we probably do like what? a little mutual ghost oftentimes. Either what's what's friend, that mean? Either we friendzone your ass or we don't talk to you no more. But men, they are gonna smash you first. No, nah. then then uh ghost disappear you or friendzone you. See, I don't do that no more. <laughs> I... <laughs>
8: I don't do that no more. You know what I'm saying? That fixed was, it in 22. That was the that was the, the, the younger you? days. The old, the old. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> now, if I know it's not going nowhere, or if I know, like, yeah, I'm not feeling
1: that, or this ain't gonna work, I don't even want to take but it. But do you like tell that. her though, or are you just ghost? Just like but if we didn't did.
8: smash, it's not ghosting, right? It's not.
1: Right. So she didn't. She didn't ghost you. What if?
8: But what if you've been talking for a couple of months and you still didn't smash? But like the rapport's been there. Da 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 da. And you stop talking. Just out of
5: nowhere. Does that, does that count like, as ghosting? Yeah, it definitely feel, counts.
8: Why? I why?
1: not feel as why long that as, I, as long as I didn't give my coochie up, I do not feel like I got Really? Yes. I, what did I you lose? Could,
8: you can have I, feelings for somebody without having sex.
5: Sex. Yeah, that's what I
1: feel like. I feel that. like that's ultimate though, feelings though. That's see, like but,
8: ultimate. See, for me, the mindset I'm in now, I mean, obviously, like, if it's somebody who like, this is the relationship we have where, you know, we just... Fucking around and shit. If that's yeah. the case, that's the case. But for me, if I'm interested, if I'm really interested in somebody, oh, I, I need to get to know you first. I need mm-hmm. to see what's good. Because yo, sex is always better when you like the person, right? Right. Off off rip. Right. Off rip. Even if like, oh, they don't do it, like, it's still popping because you like the person. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like this mm-hmm. is somebody like I like to cuddle. I, I wanna, I wanna, that. I wanna cuddle after. I wanna, you know what I'm saying? If, right. if I'm not feeling you like that, you're gonna see a different side of me. You know what I'm saying? So, um, if you develop a relationship with somebody, you're getting to know somebody. You know what I'm saying? And then all of a sudden you stop talking. That's still a ghost, right? I agree. You still agree. ghosted. We didn't have sex, but there's intimacy there. Did you know, she owe like, you an maybe explanation
1: like, though?
5: Right. What did she say when
8: you saw her? She said, "I stopped talking." To she just basically oh, flipped the she, script. She, she a, nigga. Some she she a, a nigga. bullshit.
1: She a man. Yeah, and
8: then I then I saw her out with her fucking boyfriend and shit. I said, "That's your man." All like, right, word. <laughs> That's who
1: you
5: fuck with. All right, fuck cool. You. Corn.
8: You know what I'm saying? Everything happens for a reason. Everything happens for a reason.
5: Marcus, tell everybody where they can find you. Tell them about the show where they can watch it, all that good stuff. what you got um, coming up
1: next everything
5: so,
8: yeah so um they can, uh, social media wise you can find me on uh at at distant loving <clears throat> on Instagram It's one word um that's also my um my tag on Twitter too it's at distant loving um what I got coming up next I'm actually um writing a movie right now uh, I'm a co-writer on a film. So that's kind of like that's dope, been, yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's kind of been my main focus right now. Uh, Wu Tang is coming out February fifteenth. Make sure y'all tune into that on Hulu season three, our final season. By the way,
5: Side Bitch Day when you with your nigga Side Bitch Day, you can oh, it's watch perfect the show. for that.
8: It's perfect for that. Perfect for that. You know what I'm saying? And we drop, and we drop. Uh, we're gonna drop three episodes for for when it comes oh, out. Okay. So you got that's three dope. episodes to watch.
5: <laughs> perfect. Word. Perfect. <laughs> thank you so much, Marcus, for joining us. You we gave us a really it. good interview. Thank,
8: thank you. Thank you, so you for having me.
5: All right. We coming. Send nah. us information for your party because I'm turning up. You oh, say yeah, yeah, a, yeah, yeah. I'm
8: going to send it. I'm going to send
5: It's a Nigerian spy. I'm going to find me a little something, something out there. <laughs> oh,
8: yeah. It's a good time.
5: It's
8: a good time. <laughs>
5: the
1: a <dancing>. good <laughs> The male attractor dance. <laughs> <laughs> All right, y'all. Um, Listen, so if you enjoyed this episode, please tune in every Thursday on your iHeartRadio app or wherever the fuck you get your podcast at. This is your co-host, AJ Holiday 2.0 on Instagram. follow me now if you won't get on. What's up, Tam? Y'all, it's me,
5: official Tam Bam. Follow me on Instagram. I love y'all. Thank y'all for tuning in. Remember to speak now. And
1: never hold your peace.
6: Black Tech Green Money isn't just about telling the stories of successful Black entrepreneurs. It's also about giving actionable and wealth-building strategies that help you protect the future of our communities. That's why we're pleased to be supported by State Farm Insurance. State Farm also believes that we must invest in our communities to achieve economic growth by sponsoring programs like the AXO, which rewards high school students for their academic achievements. State Farm believes that being better neighbors creates better communities. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. You know a spot. But not just a spot. The spot. spot.
9: right rug flooring.
0: Moments like seeing my son's team cheer him on mean a lot to me. But after being diagnosed with metastatic breast cancer or MBC, which is breast cancer that has spread to other parts of the body, they mean even more. I take Ibrands, Palbocyclip. Ibrance 125 milligram tablets with an aromatase inhibitor is for adults with HR positive HER2 negative NBC as the first hormonal based therapy. Ask your doctor about Ibrance and visit Ibrance.com.